You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And welcome to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. As always, I am your host, Ben Wolf, Wolf Such Consulting. Um, you can learn on this episode how to make your business give you the life that you will love. That is the topic today. Uh, encourage people, as always, to subscribe, leave a review, and uh, make this show more accessible. The knowledge that we are sharing more accessible to yourself in the future, to other people by doing so. Again, leave a review, subscribe, follow, whether it's YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, Google Podcasts, whatnot. Um, and uh, so I encourage you to do that. And with that, I want to get into introducing our guest today. Very happy to have a very, very cool guy that was introduced to me by uh, Kelly Knight, actually the integrator at EOS Worldwide, the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial operating system, uh, that kind of managing organization, EOS Worldwide. And, and so the integrator there, the COO, uh, Kelly Knight, introduced, introduced me to our guest today. So very, very honored to have him and to have that connection made and to start that relationship. Uh, he is a uh, certified EOS implementer, meaning he helps businesses implement the EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System Framework, into their businesses to get more of what they want from their businesses uh, through his company, Grip Business Traction. Uh, after serving for over five years in the United States Marine Corps, uh, he was the founder and owner of a real estate development company for over 13 years. Uh, now, like I said, he's an EOS a certified EOS implementer. Uh, you can find out more about him and his business at griptraction.com. I have to spell many of the URLs on this show, but this one I do not have to spell. griptraction.com. And I give you Ryan Henry. Welcome. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. I better mind my business knowing that Kelly Knight is uh, potentially listening. Uh, shout out to Kelly Knight at EOS Worldwide. Yes. Good to be on the podcast with you, Ben. My pleasure. I'm happy to have you. And yes, you better be on your best behavior. And uh, I can't promise that, though. I am right. not a Kelly Knight. Kelly Knight's an integrator. <laughs> and I love integrators because I am not one. Okay. You should love me also then. But uh, anyway. I do. <laughs> well, all right. Enough of the silliness. Stop that silliness, as Monty Python uh, you know, uh, used to say. But anyway, so um, first thing is, like I ask all the guests, uh, if you could please give me, give us like a quick two minute history and background and kind of where sure. you got here is not necessarily reflected on your LinkedIn uh, that got you to be talking about and focused on, obviously you're helping people implement EOS, but there's a particular sure. focus on the EOS life here. How did you get from wherever you came from to, to this point? Yeah, of course. So introduced to EOS uh, three years into my own entrepreneurial career by my accountant who was Don Tinney the first ever Ooh. integrator with Gina Whitman. Wow, yeah, co-founder of EOS. Yeah, my, my accountant's uh, client was Don Tinney. Wow. So I was introduced to EOS pretty early on. This was late 08. And like in EOS, uh, we talk about hitting a ceiling. I didn't mm -hmm. have that language at that point, but I was hitting a ceiling of complexity, mm. feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I kind of had fog of war about what my priorities were, feeling like I was herding cats and feeling mm. like things were very chaotic. Now we were- For a second, I thought you meant herding cats with a T and I no. got really worried for a second there. <laughs> well, that's a different conversation, I suppose, but herding cats, like, where, you know, like when you tell somebody to do something- No, no, I get they it. They just I, go all over the place. They don't, they don't listen, right? Um, but what that meant was my life was not simple. 
was quite mm -hmm. complex at that point. Yeah, my life was uh, wasn't definitely wasn't delegating uh, things to other people. It seemed like, although I thought I was, it, stuff kept coming back to me. Mm -hmm. um, that was definitely frustrating because I thought, well, man, the more people I hire, it seems like the more stuff I have to do. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. Um, we call that in the US, uh, your delegation system isn't delegating down, it's throwing up on you, which is quite icky. And not I don't really think fun. I heard that one yet. Wow. Yeah. Um, these are all the pithy things I came up with uh, looking back in, in EOS. Um, I definitely felt like I couldn't determine what my priorities were because I had a lot of ideas and I had a lot of issues, but I had this vision I wanted to pursue and it felt like I had to let go of one to do the other. And that was really hard because mm -hmm. if I pursued the vision, that's what I knew we should do. But I wouldn't address, I didn't deal with the issues. If I just dealt with the issues, just felt like all I did is put out fires. Mm -hmm. So it felt very pulled in two different directions in that regard. Um, that herding cats, not hurting, herding cats, um, that means that we just didn't have a system. Although I was exposed to Michael Gerber's e-myth mm -hmm. uh, and read it and really uh, impacted by it. I was really re realizing very quickly that I had the wrong people in the wrong seats like Jim Collins talks about. Yeah. Or I had the wrong people in the right seats, or I had right people in the wrong seats. We can talk about that another time. Uh, it just meant I was frustrated with people. It didn't matter what kind of process we put together. The right people don't care about the right processes. And the last was uh, we didn't have a structure in place. So I was exposed to all the stuff that Gina was exposed to early on in my entrepreneurial career, Jim Collins, Patrick Lencioni, and uh, Michael Gerber. Uh, not some of the others like Dan Sullivan, like Gina was, but I was exposed to that stuff. And although I knew about that stuff, um, I wasn't in a place where I knew how to apply it. So we were an award-winning construction management real estate development company. And I felt very much alone, like many entrepreneurs do. Any entrepreneur listening to me right now, you know what I'm talking about. You're quote unquote succeeding in spite of yourself. A um, couple pieces about that. You mentioned the Marines. Um, what people maybe not know is that I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And this relates to the EOS life because mm -hmm. the worst part of where I was when I first got introduced to EOS in 08 was, I was like, oh snap, oh crap. Maybe some other words I shouldn't say in your podcast. Cause I was like, oh my goodness, I'm now repeating what I grew up in. Mm -hmm. I didn't become an entrepreneur to be like this. I thought what maybe was like? I could, hell. <laughs> so when we talk about, um, when we talk about being an entrepreneur, I think we always talk about it from the perspective of what we want out of it personally as well. And I think that, um, what our topic today about is, is the EOS life. Why it's relevant is because, um, I know that my father, my grandfather would have loved EOS. They're great visionary entrepreneurs, but they did not know EOS nor that there was another way to live. And the EOS life, uh, when I was exposed to me, uh, when I was exposed to EOS was the compelling thing. EOS is about, all about running a better business and having a better life. Like Simon Sinek says, the why we do things matters. What we do in EOS is help entrepreneurs facilitate the implementation of EOS. That's what I do as an implementer. I teach EOS, mm -hmm. I coach implementers, or I coach companies implementing it and I help facilitate it. That's what we do to strengthen the six key components of their business. The why we do it is the life. 
in my opinion. I think that's the why we do it. And this is the EOS life. And yeah, well, we didn't, yeah, we, and we didn't even define that term yet. So maybe that's a good yeah. time to, to ask. So the next thing I was going to ask is what, yeah. you know, what is the EOS? Yeah. What is that term? I say that's not a well-known sure. term. So what does that mean? Yeah. Um, the EOS life is doing what you love with people that you love, making a difference. It's like a debt in the world. Being compensated appropriately and being, having a place where you can pursue other passions and why this was so compelling in 08 and up until today and how I'm here, which was the transition of realizing that the EOS life was lived best for me was helping others implement EOS. So I sold my business to become an implementer of entrepreneur, if you will, for other entrepreneurs. And the life is why I do what I do. And it's why I've made really every decision since that point, because I refuse uh, to live my entrepreneurial life any other way. And I want to get the good news, if you will, out to the world that of entrepreneurs that just there's a better way to live your lives. And what I love about EOS is it's proven that if we just stay focused, like Gino teaches us, just stay focused on strengthening the six key components, mm -hmm. not only will we run a better business, which is amazing, it's fantastic, but the icing on the cake is we get a better life, the EOS life. That's the promise. So that's the Can EOS life. Can you drill life. down a little bit into some of those elements? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and if you can, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't combine too many questions, but if you can like connect, totally like, fine. okay, how do the, how does the, how do the tools of EOS like lead you to those five, you know, to getting to those five, yeah, those let's five elements. Let's, let's break that down. And in that I'll kind of, any entrepreneur thinking about this, um, I want you to think about it from a question standpoint. So I'll tee it up like this. Let's just go back to the top real quick and then I'll break it down. So the EOS life, number one, it's doing what you love. So hey, entrepreneur, even an entrepreneur team member, are you doing what you love? Dan Sullivan talks about the stuff you don't love, the crappy stuff. Yep. What that really truly tangibly means is, is that we're gonna literally get rid of, delegate out of your life, all of the stuff you don't love. Now, for me, I hate email. Mm -hmm. I hate my, I hate scheduling stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not that I like, I hate emails. I just don't want to do email. I don't want to run my schedule. So I, I delegate that to somebody else who it's, which is amazing to me. My assistant, she, for some reason loves to do email and loves to do scheduling. Mm -hmm. And of course that's the second piece, right? Uh, with people that you love and you love to work with people that, love their job. And my assistant in that regard loves her job. The second piece of the U.S. life is working with people that you love. I would say for the visionary is that's your integrator, right? Yeah. Somebody that be. takes all should the, be, at least takes all the day to day leading and managing and holding accountable of the company, running the company, profit loss centered, executing the business plan, removing obstacles and barriers and executing your special idea projects into the company. That's what an integrator does. And that's why visionaries, if you don't love your integrator, well, that's a really big issue, but yeah, that's working with people that you love. And we can keep kind of asking more questions about it, but I thought I might just tease each little piece out. Mm -hmm. Making a difference as if, you know, doing what you love and working with people that love doing what they're doing isn't enough. Making a difference is just a debt in the world that you're, that you know your business and your people are out there changing the world. And while we are crazy in the US, we believe that entrepreneurs are on the leading edge of changing the world. 
So that's making a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. Being compensated appropriately, I think how I think about this sometimes is when I meet entrepreneurial teams, they're all doing, you know, quote unquote, everything. So there's a lot of ambiguity about who's responsible for what right. and what they're responsible for. So when we build out an accountability chart, we begin to determine what actually it is you're supposed to do. And then we can better determine the metrics behind that to determine if you're doing your job. And then we can also determine, well, in order to do that job strong, what do we need to invest in that seat? And well, the person who's sitting in the seat. So then we can say, oh my right. gosh, I know what I'm doing. I love doing it. And I'm actually being paid appropriately for it. And then lastly, time to pursue other passions. Most entrepreneurs and their leadership teams, but specifically entrepreneurs, do not have time to do other things. Right, like, right. Like be a good husband, right? Ben? <laughs> like a you know, father, uh, to have time to take vacations. I meet a lot of entrepreneurs and they'll say, you know what? And they say it kind of like with a badge of, of honor, like I even work on vacation. And I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> right, when do, you, when do you not work? <laughs> like, so time to pursue other passions is, it could be other businesses, but it's <laughs> your family, your faith, your life. Right. right. Hobbies, exercise, whatever. I mean. Yeah. So kind of hard to believe that that actually can happen. Um, but that's a little tease out. And yeah. Where have you seen, where have you seen you that? Talk about that? Well, yeah, well, maybe we could dive in a little deeper into some of mm -hmm. those, but like where, where have you seen with people who succeeded in going from A to B, you know, who succeeded from going to, mm -hmm where they weren't doing the parts of the job they love. They weren't necessarily working with people sure. they loved working with. They weren't sure they're making a difference or they weren't getting paid enough or they didn't have time for anything yeah. else in their lives, any passions or projects or causes yeah. uh, or family, et cetera. Uh, and then they went, or maybe they had one or two of those, you know, but <laughs> you know, then they went to living, you know, quote unquote US life. Like, do you have anything, anybody you could tell us about Sure, I can think about a visionary uh, that I know that when, and this is common for most visionaries, um, visionary synonymous being the founding entrepreneur. If you're curious, if you think you're a visionary, that would be, well, you come up with a lot of ideas and you're constantly showing up to your meetings with 20 ideas, you know, like 19 right. of them should never be spoken about in the public. Uh, five could right. probably kill the company, but one, if we could get our hands around it, you know, could change all of our lives. Big ideas, big relationships, uh, R&D, big sales, stuff like that. That's that's visionary folks. So if you are one, maybe you're also leading and managing and trying to hold your people accountable day to day. Maybe you're trying to figure out how to put a business plan together or try to execute on that business plan. Maybe you're trying to not do those things and trying to delegate those things to your team. So I had a visionary, his name is Matt. And he was both. And he coined this term a number of years ago. And he said, Ryan, I'm not just the visionary. I'm the integrator. And I went, yeah, you're both. And he goes, yeah, I'm both. I'm like the visionator. <laughs> and I said, the visionator. And he goes, yeah, I'm like, I'm like the terminator. I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm part machine. And, <laughs> and all I do is I kill people. And his team's over there kind of in the corner like, uh trembling right like oh, so most visionaries have a hard time being an integrator being both um 
and I say most, I mean like almost all. There are like a few rare exceptions, but almost all. So Matt decided, well, I don't want to do, I don't want to be the integrator. We're right in the session. He's like, I, I don't want it. I mean, I get what it is. I totally get what it is. Um, and I have been doing it, but I don't think I've been doing it. Man, I've been doing it okay. I never forget his leadership team was like, Jerk, do yourself like under the breath. And I said, what was that? And <laughs> Susan, who was in finance, was like, Matt, I love you and you're everything visionary, but man, you're not, I mean, you're not good at this integrator stuff that Ryan's talking about. Like, you're not good at it. Like, you're not good at it at all. <laughs> and he was and like, 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 oh, I thought I was 80%. <laughs> yeah, he's like, really? Am I really bad? And, they were all, and then I was like, all right, brave one left. Everybody share. And it was like, we love you, but you suck at this. And he let go of it right there in the session room. Wow. And he would, he didn't know if somebody was on the team that could be the integrator, uh, but there was. And there was a guy named John. And John was like, actually, you know, I actually do a lot of that stuff. And Matt's like, yeah, no, he does do a lot of that stuff. And Matt let go of sales and marketing. A lot of visionaries are doing sales and marketing, but they're not really mm -hmm. running a CRM. They're not, you know, mm -hmm. got all metrics the Google based. analytics and yeah. hitting all the metrics. They're just doing big relationship stuff. So Matt let go of all of it. Matt was working about 100 hours a week, like Damn. literally. He was working every single day of the week. And he just didn't know there was another way to work. He walked out of that session room from sitting in four seats. We got rid of his, what I what we call don't like and not good or hate and not good. He got rid of all of that. That was all found mm -hmm. in operations. And the team's like, we don't even need you there. You're just in the way. And uh, he got rid of all so those. So what happened? He got rid of all the, the hate and good because he was kind of, he hated, but he was pretty decent at sales. And they had a sales guy that, could run the team and set structure and stuff like that. So he got rid of that. Right. And he got rid of uh, the integrators. So he walked out of the room after about eight hours with only one seat. Life exponentially changed. He works about 50 hours a week now. Uh, it's like half. Every weekend I mean, off. It's, still, it's still a decent amount, but it's like half of before. He's a hard charging visionary. He's right. enough. He's working. In, and I say working, though, he's only in his office for about uh, 20 hours a week about two days a week is actually in the office. Mm -hmm. Otherwise he's out on the streets talking to people, stuff like that. Exponentially wow. changed his life, only does the things that he loves to do, his unique ability. And, um, you know, his wife told me like, man, I'm glad he met you. And I said, why is that? We were at a Christmas party. She's like, well, man, I love you, honey, so much. And he goes, she was going to leave me, Ryan. And I'm like, oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty big. Um, changed his life. Save a marriage, save a lifestyle, yeah. save a sanity. It's, it sounds like that wouldn't have worked, though, if he didn't already have the right people in the right seats, that they were available that quickly. I imagine there's more pain involved sometimes yeah. in getting to that point if you yeah. can't let go because of the people you have. That's true. That's totally true. You know, what was interesting about Matt's story was is that when I talked to him the first time, we first had an introduction, a buddy of his uh, introduced us and he's like, Ryan, I don't think I can do EOS. And I said, why is that? He goes, I do all those seats you're talking about. And I said, you don't have anybody? And he's like, I'll just bring a bunch of people. You have to sort it out. <laughs> and I said, okay, nope, sure, no problem. Yeah, that's what, that's and, what we uh, do, right? There was only one missing seat. It was HR. And uh, the finance and admin leader said, I'll take it. I'll just put it into my seat. 
and we'll go find a third party HR person. We walked out with a full leadership team. It doesn't right. always happen, but it, it happens often. Right. Yeah, they're yeah, actually all then, there. Right. That's which is great. Yeah. And and you know, but it's just a, it's a tougher process to, you know, when you realize you have people who are the wrong people that you can't trust them because you can't trust them. Um, you know, and they're they're just that not reliable enough makes it so you can't live the life for sure yeah that's just an issue we got so it's just yeah so it's just a precursor okay we got to find you know we got to replace that person or whatever and that's not easy but after two or three quarters whatever when you get to the right leadership team and then you could do it you still could get to that point it's you know it's not impossible it's just some precursor steps yeah so for matt just that one day uh changed all five he started living all five components which is pretty cool and uh, I guess, what about the making a difference part? Like, what is that? Can you speak more about that? Yeah. yeah, so making it real. So when we go into what we call the vision traction organizer, uh, we answer eight questions on two pages, and that's our business plan. And one of the questions we ask is, what's the 10-year target? Like, we're going to set up a journey for 10 years we're going to take as a company. Right. At the end of that 10 years, what are we trying to hit? What are we trying to do? And what we say is, what's that team's bigger purpose? What are we trying to accomplish over a 10-year period? And then we couple that with what's called a core focus. It's answering two questions. Why do we exist? It's bigger than money. Like You wouldn't even know what a company is doing mm-hmm. when it comes to the why we exist. It's coupled with, well, what's our niche? What do we do? What's the specific thing in the market we do? And the combination of those two create what we call a sweet spot. And I say that launches us towards the 10 year target a lot clearer because we're super focused about what our core focus as a company and organization is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the visionary has this idea of what their vision, where they want to ultimately go, this 10 year target, this focus is, but they're all distracted. They're distracted by issues. They're distracted by just, well, shiny objects, other ideas they have. Um, and their team doesn't really have a grasp on what the visionary is talking about. So we're trying to get it out of the visionary's head mm-hmm. and then also out of the leader's head because they all have ideas as well. And we can we get them wrapped around this bigger purpose they're trying to accomplish. So once they clear the, the air and get the right people in the right seats and we then answer these questions, they then can see themselves actually changing their own lives and their community, their clients lives. So there's a bigger difference ends up finding ourselves in that why we exist as a company. Right. And then we just drive that down um, into the 90 day world and they actually start to see themselves making that dent in the world quarter by quarter. Right. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's, uh, it's really powerful. And and I guess, I mean, that's the last thing before we run out of time that I was hoping to cover was, was how the like how the EOS tools that you help people implement, like how that connects to or leads to uh, the EOS life. So I mean, you spoke about some aspects of that about you know how you get the right people in the right seats in the organization, so that you can let go of the things you don't you know that you don't like, so that you could be doing the first of the five pieces, doing what you love, uh, people you love. I guess also having the right people comes to that also. Um, 
you know, what, what else, what, what else, I guess, as a, as a tool of EOS, if, if people are thinking of using these tools, again, just reading traction, trying to do it on their own, contacting an EOS implementer, like your certified EOS implementer, like yourself, grouptraction.com, uh, or like my, or like myself as a regular sure. EOS implementer, um, sure. you know, consulting.com, but or doing it on their own. But like, what are some of the other aspects of the EOS tools that lead to this life? Yeah, well, so when we think about an entrepreneur and his or her team and all the ideas and opportunities they see out there in the market, and then mm -hmm. as they look into the business or around the business, all the issues they see, I say, hey, look, this is the really coolest thing ever. Most entrepreneurs wake up in the morning going, oh, crap. I didn't get all my to-dos done from the day before. And I got all mm -hmm. these things I wanted to do, but I haven't got them done. I feel stuck. In mm -hmm. issues are ideas, opportunities, things that are pissing you off, stuff that's got to get fixed. And I always say, when we go up into the session room, I don't care if it's somebody was supposed to pick the weeds out of the cracks in the parking lot for the last two weeks and it hasn't happened. To some zany idea you have in seven years, you know, it's going to take seven years to implement. All of them are on our issues list. Mm -hmm. So put them on the issues list. And now here's the coolest thing ever. There's stuff we're going to do in the future or not. Some of them we're not going to do because they were horrible ideas in the first place. But the release for an entrepreneur and their team and candidly, every person in the company, they just get to get all that stuff. Right. off their heads and off their hearts and off their shoulders. It's right. Cause when it's, when, it, when it's not somewhere, you know, it's going to get addressed then it yeah. just, it just plays on repeat in your head and it That's feels right. a, a lot longer even than actually the number of real issues because you just keep repeating the same ones again right. and again. Yeah. So the, why that works on the life so much is that that affects you. You know, that's, that takes the emotion of feeling like you failed all the time off. Mm -hmm. It gets that off of you. And now you realize, oh, I can leave this at work. We're going to deal with this in the future. We're not going to forget right. about it. Right. And our team together has looked at all these issues and either turned some of those into rocks, like we talk about 90 day priorities. Some of them are just to do's. Some mm -hmm. of them are just stuff we need to talk about, make a decision, get a commitment, get some feedback and input, share some information, tell each other some stuff. Some of them we just need to kill because they're just there's not there's nothing there. But it feels amazing because we can leave them there, right? Do our job and then leave work at work and be present. That's what's so powerful. At least for I know for me, and I come up with issues constantly. Literally before I was on the podcast with you, shout out to 90.io. I was on my 90.io app creating and I created three issues. And it just takes it off my head. Yeah. And actually I'll be done with my day after our podcast today and all my issues are harnessed and my mind is clear. And awesome. that's, well, that leaves me time to pursue other passions. Exactly. So it's funny. The life sounds kind of ethereal, but it is actually insanely pragmatic and practical. And that's what I love about, well, Gina Wickman, EOS and doing EOS with, you know, people like yourself and being part of this great community is, yeah, it actually works. That's the best part about it. It works. Right. Well, I, I guess, I guess what I'm taking out of that last, that last piece that you're saying is just how critical that issue solving track, that issue solving tool is about like having 
a place to put your long-term, your kind of bigger issues that you know we can't handle today and your shorter-term issues that we can at least talk about today and see, see where it falls at the leadership level, at each departmental level that you have that issue solving track, that that just how, what a big piece of living a happier, <laughs> less harried and stressed life what a big part of the uh, uh, what what a big part of that the, the issue solving track is and the issue solving technique is that obviously again people can read traction Gina Wickman listen to this podcast I mean whatever but like there's a lot of stuff you could look up about there to see the issue solving track there's good videos on YouTube mm-hmm. um, and just where that fits into it like what a great tool that is and, yeah, let me give you one little last zinger here for all entrepreneurs listening here that maybe are curious about EOS because this is and Ben I'm sure you've heard this too. They'll go, Ben, Ryan, you know, good for you guys. And, you know, you live in the U.S. life. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, want, I want it, but here's what I got to do. Before I do EOS, I got to clean up some stuff. I got to clean up house. And what you're saying, I love you, but what you're saying, let me just tell you the hard truth. Those are the issues. And here's the deal about EOS. EOS doesn't work without issues. Issues are actually the fire for the engine to work in mm. EOS. EOS doesn't work unless we're open and honest about our issues. The thing that you think is the reason you shouldn't do EOS is actually the exact reason why you should do EOS. Right. It's like, and that every time the team brings in their issues, they're like, oh, boom, cool. EOS can work now. And then they go, oh my gosh, I'm living a better life. And it's like, right. EOS starts with being open and honest. So I've lived hell and I'm sure Ben, you've experienced it as well. We all know it. So if you're out there, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. That's, that's what it's No, that's a, that's a great, I mean, that's a great point. I just made a, I don't know if the video was showing it at the time, but just made like a mind blown symbol on my head. Like that, uh, that, that, yeah, I think I even had someone this week was like, you know, Oh, you got 20 something people in the company. Like they could do EOS. They're not too small, you know? And yet, you know, and yet like, oh, but we got to do this and that first. And, and I talked to somebody earlier this week too. I think actually two people this week where I, I heard a comment like that. So it's just, you know, I got to like, I got to noodle over what you just said. And, you know, maybe I'll use that. <laughs> and obviously people can hear it on the show. So yeah, you can use it awesome. all, the way, all you want. That's good. That's a free one. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I don't have to like, pay you 50 cents every time I say that to somebody. It's <laughs> all good. It's all good. Yeah, you take Venmo. Anyway, the um, I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, looks. I pre- I appreciate you kind of painting more of a picture. We really have not focused on sure. this kind of EOS life, and like the lifestyle and how what you do in your business can get you to the life and kind of the also the fulfillment aspects, like professionally what you want to fulfill and timed for the stuff that personally fulfills you. Um, I hadn't really focused on that yet, so I'm glad we're able to do that today, and. I'm grateful again for Kelly Knight for connecting us and just appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience with this, your client's experience with this. And, and obviously your knowledge as a, as a successful, you know, certified EOS implementer. Just appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you. Yeah. Again, appreciate you coming on and we'll see everybody else on the other side. Thank you. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.